Welcome to You Need Therapy, the happy people podcast, or in more realistic terms, the mental health podcast for young adults, where we talk about everything mental health related, and we have the conversations that no one wants to have because they're uncomfortable. So welcome to the community. I'm so glad you're here, and let's hop right in. And welcome to Uni Therapy. If you are new here, uh, my name is Emily. I am the host of this podcast, and I'm here to hold your hand through all of the mental health ups and downs. Because let's be real, they get a little rocky. Um, if you are not new here, thank you so much for continuing to come back and be a part of this family. I literally love you guys so much, um, and I love doing this podcast. So thank you for continuing to listen. So I have a reason to continue to do it. And let's be real, even if no one was listening, I would still do it because I just I enjoy talking um, that much. But thanks for making me not feel stupid about it. <laughs> um, uh, if you are new here, we start each episode with what I like to call my life breakdown, which is where I kind of loop you guys in on everything that's happened since the last time we had a chat. And it's been a couple weeks, I'm not going to lie, because I – has it been a couple weeks or has it only been a week? <laughs> May have only, only been a week. I, I'm not going to lie. I have no concept of time. No concept of time at all. Um. Anyway, so I – think I think it might have only been one week without an episode um I just last week was a really weird week like I just I don't know if it was just me or what but like I just wasn't feeling it like I just I was so exhausted and uh, yeah not not the week not the week so it just an episode didn't happen so I do apologize for that but no it's been two weeks it has been two weeks so the last two weeks, I haven't been feeling it. Um, it's just been a weird couple of weeks. I was literally talking to my mom about this last night, and I was like, I, it's just been, like, no motivation, unbelievably exhausted, just, like, weird. Everything has just felt really off. But this week feels really good. It's Monday. It's currently 12 o'clock, um, and it feels good. We got up to a good start. Uh, I got up early, and, yeah, so we're – vibing, thriving, living it up. Uh, anyway, so if you're new here, like, <laughs> like I was saying, life breakdown, that's how I start every episode, unless I have a guest on for that week's episode, because I like to just get right into the interview when that is the case. But when it's episodes just me, uh, we have the life breakdown, and I just share. And as always, if you want to share your life breakdown with me, or you just want to say hey, or you need some advice, or you need a shoulder to cry on, or you just want someone to listen while you vent, or you want a new best friend, or you just want someone to send TikToks to, hit me up. My Instagram is always linked in the description of the episode, as well as the description of the podcast. Um, both my personal Instagram and the Instagram for the um podcast. I forgot what it was called. Uh, those are both linked. Feel free to message me on either one of those. I always answer. Um, yeah. Uh, and I also, I just do, did, like, I threw a poll up on Instagram before I started recording, and that was whether or not I should, um, make a TikTok account for the podcast and start making TikToks to kind of help grow and just do, like, 
a fun little thing? And so far, the response is yes. So there might also be a new TikTok account linked uh, for this episode, if not this episode, the next episode, um, because I might start that because that could be fun, I think. I was thinking, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I will let you guys know if I end up making a TikTok. Anyway, so yeah. So message me on those platforms. Say, hey, let's become best friends. Um, and yeah, without further ado, let's get on into the life breakdown. So, um, oh my goodness, what's happened in the past two weeks? Like I was saying, it's just been a funky couple of weeks. Um, I don't even really know. Like, I've just felt thrown off the vibes. I felt no motivation. I felt very lost in, like, what I'm doing with my life. And I think that's just so fun. Um, But I also feel like that's just, like, a part of, of being in your early 20s and, like, I think just life in general. Uh, Just not quite knowing what you're doing. Even if you, like, are doing what you're passionate about and like know what you're doing to a certain extent. But then like sometimes you still question it and you're like, well, well, well is this like really what I want? But like, should I be doing this or should I be? I think a lot of times for me, I'm like, I constantly am like, am I, should I be pursuing something more practical? Because right now what I'm pursuing is an acting career and also a career in podcasting. And I feel like those two things are so impractical but also not because like clearly there's an industry of those two things and there's lots of people that work in those industries and like they're you know you're always going to need new people for industries as as you know people retire and and things like that and so I'm like I I know I'm doing the right thing but like I'm like oh my god should I just like go to school and be a teacher but then I'm like if I have to go to school I will commit arson, so I don't think that's a good idea, but <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so if you're feeling a little lost right now and a little unmotivated and a little wacky in life, that's okay. It happens. It's totally normal. Um, no one has their shit together, and we're all just winging it, so remember that. Next thing I want to share. Oh my God, I literally have notes and I'm not looking at them. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like I plan out a whole episode and I just... <laughs> um. Anyway, on that note though of kind of feeling lost, to kind of counteract that and, you know, I, I feel like I have a little more purpose day to day. I've been trying to do everything with more intention because I think a problem with me is I'm a person... <sighs> Here's where my here's where my personality really conflicts because I'm a person who very much likes routine and thrives with routine but also likes doing spontaneous things and kind of a certain amount of organized chaos. And those two like to fight each other constantly. But I think the problem is that when I get into routines, I get really comfortable and then I'm kind of just like going with the motions and not really thinking about what I'm doing and just doing it because this is what I've set my routine up as and this is what I know I should be doing and I think I should be doing. Um, so I really am going to try to do like everything with more intention and and set like the why behind why I'm doing things. Because so I'm like, okay, if I'm getting up early, why am I getting up early? Is there a reason for me to be getting up early? Or do I have a day where I could maybe sleep in a little more? 
Um, am I really exhausted? Is it going to benefit me more throughout the day to sleep in a little later? Um, why, you know, if I'm doing a workout in the morning, why am I doing this workout? What is, is, is it just because that's what I think I should be doing or is there an actual reason behind it? And, you know, and I think I, I, I do this a lot with like busy work on like, I think I'm being productive, but it's really just so I'm not alone with my thoughts for too long. Um, so I'm like, if I'm doing work, like, why am I doing it? Is there a reason to be doing this? So like today I like, I woke up early cause I knew I had a lot that I wanted to get done. And so I was like, okay, it'll be better if I wake up early. And I went to bed earlier last night. So I was like, I know this is going to work. And I woke up and I worked out. I'm in <laughs> a little loophole, but I'm in my, uh, I'm in my Pilates girl era, Pilates girly era. And I, I did start it just because I was, I'm easily influenced and every girl on TikTok was doing Pilates, but hear me out. I've been doing it for like three weeks pretty consistently now. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. That shit is so hard. It's way harder than it looks, but it's, it's fun. It's hard. And like, I'm already seeing results from just doing it for like three weeks and also like results in like flexibility as in I'm getting back flexibility that I haven't have not had since I was a competitive dancer. Um, so that's pretty cool. So anyway, back to the doing everything with intention. Um, like I, I, I worked out and I was like, I want to do it cause I want to feel good and I want to move my body and, you know, get in some movement and some flexibility and I enjoy it and it helps wake me up. Um, and you know, and then like getting ready and, and, I was like, okay, well, I have self-tapes I want to do later today, so I'm going to get my makeup done now. And, you know, so that's, like, what I mean with doing everything intention is I'm not just trying to go through the motions. I'm trying to have a purpose between, like, every – or for everything that I do. And so, like, today when I'm doing, like, script analysis and, like, recording the podcast, I'm like, this is all for a purpose and it's going to benefit me somehow in the long run with the podcast, with doing auditions to pursue my career – I also put down like that I want to clean out my closet later because A, it's fucking packed and I just, it, I need to get rid of some clothes. But then I also want to get rid of clothes because I want to find a woman's shelter, um, specifically like a domestic violence shelter and I want to go donate those clothes to them. Um, especially because I know that near me there is a, there's a woman's shelter, but it's specifically for young girls that have been rescued from sex trafficking and they they like need it's it's harder to get clothes for like younger girls and I'm more petite because of how short I am and so I'm like if I can donate to them that will probably be really helpful so like doing things like that because I'm like okay a I'll get rid of clothes and that'll be great for my closet and I'll also be helping out so it's like things like that where I'm like I want to define intention behind it. And I think it's just because I've been getting too in my head about what I'm doing and I'm just like every day is the same and I feel like I'm going nowhere. So I feel like if I have intention behind things, that'll really help my mind like stop stressing and stop overthinking about everything. That's just my personal take on it. I don't know if it'll actually help. Today's really my first day of it. So, uh, so we'll see, but yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, what else do I have to share? Um, 
Oh my gosh, you guys. One of the films, I mentioned this in a couple episodes, a couple episodes ago. One of the films that I did. So last year I did four films total. All of them are still in post-production. So everything that I've worked for and done, because I'm coming up on the two-year mark of pursuing this career in acting. So, so far, everything that I've done, I have no like physical proof of all the work that I've done. One of the films that I did is done in post-production. It's not yet premiered, but they did send out a copy to the film to the cast. And so I have it. And so like I have a, a physical piece of my work that I've done and can see, which is so cool. Um, so I'm I'm so excited about that. And I will let you guys know when it premieres and everything because we're still waiting to get like the schedule details for the closed premiere and everything but I'm so excited and I think that's really cool so yay um what else do I have to share I feel like I have a lot let's do you know what we haven't done in a while let's do Emily's book club because we have not done that in a while so I think the last book that I noted on Emily's book club was um A Court of Mist and Fury So I have gotten into the A Court of Thorns and Roses series, okay, which slaps so hard, big slay. Um, And the last book I read out of it was A Court of Mist and Fury, but I'm now done. I finished uh, the third book of the series, which is A Court of Wings and Ruin. Also slaps hard, but I will say so far still the second book is my favorite, which I think is is an overall opinion from everyone who's ever read that series. But I'm done with that. I still need to get the fourth and fifth book and read those. But so far, love that series. 10 out of 10. Uh, Fair is an icon. And that's all I have to say. Next in Emily's book club, I'm almost done with uh, Jeanette McCurdy's I'm Glad My Mom Died. And when I tell you that book is like gut-wrenching like reading about I and especially as someone who grew up watching iCarly and just Nickelodeon in general so now reading that and seeing what she personally went through but also knowing that a lot of the Nickelodeon kids kids got that abuse from Dan Schneider and just Nickelodeon in general it's like gut-wrenching because I'm like what the actual fuck like this is what I grew up on and idolized and like iCarly was one of my favorite shows and Sam was like the character I loved and idolized and it was great so now to see that the behind the scenes of that and what was going on within the show but also within her actual just life in general like so painful to read and I feel so bad but I'm also like it's incredible the way she was able to to heal and and come so far so I'm almost done with that book definitely recommend it Um, especially as someone who's big in mental health. And obviously, if you guys are listening to this podcast, you are also big into mental health. Um, So I definitely think that's a good book to read um, because it definitely hits on a lot of stuff that is really important. Can definitely be a little triggering in some parts for sure. So I'd be a little weary of that, Um, especially regarding OCD, uh, anxiety, abuse and eating disorders um so if you have any if those are any kind of trigger points for you maybe don't read it maybe read it very cautiously 
but very good book. Definitely recommend it. Um, I'm almost done with that, so I will let you know how I like it when I'm done. Uh, I'm sure it won't really change because I love it so far. But yeah, that's that's what we're reading so far. Thank you for coming to Emily's Book Club. Love it. Um, the last things I wanted to share, I started The Last of Us, which I know, I know. I didn't hop on the bandwagon as soon as it came out. I didn't really know what it was. I never played the game. Don't come at me, though. You know, my some of my friends are already giving me enough shit. But I started it. I'm on, I finished episode two last night. I'm going to watch episode three later tonight. And it slays Pedro Pascal. Ooh. Ooh. Bella Ramsey. Ooh. Oh, my God. I love them so much. Ellie is an icon. Slay. Um, Pedro. Mm, chef's kiss. I love him. I didn't really understand all the hype on TikTok. But then I started watching it. And I'm like, ooh, no. I get it now. Um, and then Bella Ramsey. Oh, my God. I love them. I love Bella Ramsey. An icon so stunning oh and their personality I just love them I love them Bella Ramsey big slay anyway um yeah uh I think that's all my all my updates for my life breakdown um on a little note not like a huge note but boys are dumb date women and that's all I have to say so let's get on into uh the episode Okay, so in today's episode, we're talking about putting all of our eggs in one basket. No, 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 I'm not talking about actual eggs because those are expensive. We don't get actual eggs. Did you just hear my phone click off? That's a little embarrassing. I'm going to turn my ringer off. Um, We're not talking about actual eggs. Actual eggs are expensive. Those are a delicacy at this point, okay? I'm talking about metaphorical eggs, if you will. Life eggs. Yeah, sure, that works. Um, (laughs) By this, I mean basing all of our happiness, anxiety, mental health in general on one thing, like your relationship status, success in career or school, on your appearance, the number in your bank account, how early we wake up, how productive we are, etc., etc., etc. I think I am so guilty of this. And I always have been, which is incredibly frustrating. Um, But I tend to base, like, the entirety of how my life is going to go on, like, one little thing. And I've done this since, like, probably fourth or fifth grade. Um, And it's just, like, my mind, I don't know why. My mind always goes like let's so like let's let's start back at elementary school to where it kind of started for me. Um, it would be like if I didn't get a good grade on this one test, I was gonna fail the fourth grade and everything was gonna go downhill from there and life was gonna suck and I was gonna end up homeless. That's the way my mind would go. And then as I got older, it just progressed to kind of bigger, more mature situation. So when I started getting into like relationships and dating, I was like, if this one thing with this one boy, you know, doesn't work out, um, 
I'm never getting married. I'm going to be single for the rest of my life and die alone. And unfortunately, my mind still likes to go there in the sense of like, oh my gosh, well, if this one person doesn't like me, then that means nobody likes me and I'm unlovable and life sucks and I'm going to die alone again. Like that's where my mind goes and I don't know why I put so much pressure on like these specific things and then I let when those things fall apart, I let my entire life crumble. So if I get attached to one person and I really like them and then things don't like and I'm very happy due to them, I put all of the pressure of like being happy, it's relying on that situation now completely. I don't balance it out between all the things going on in my life. It will put all of its pressure on whatever I'm kind of hyper fixated on. And so then, you know, when that situation with that person doesn't work out, when that person I get attached to, it doesn't work out, everything crumbles. And I... mm, boom, into a depressive episode, and life sucks. Um, I do this with my career too. I'm like, if I don't get a role, if if there's one specific role that I really want, that I I worked really hard on the audition for, and I'm like, this one role could, could just like rocket my entire career, and everything could change. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, putting all my hopes on this one role and then I don't get it because you're gonna do 100 auditions and get one out of all of those in your career that's just how it works um so then I don't get this role and then I'm like I'm a failure I'm never gonna be successful in this career everything sucks I back into a depressive episode so that's what I mean by putting all of our eggs in one basket and like instead of our our happiness and our anxiety and our mental health kind of being spread across this even, you know, field of of all the things in our life, everything going on. And so that, you know, when one thing doesn't go right, our mental health doesn't entirely crumple with that. It stays lifted up because it's nicely balanced on everything. And there's just a little, you know, a little dip in it, but nothing that we can't recover from. But I think it's humans we like to hyper fixate on one thing and that's putting all our eggs in our basket um and I think we really like to use the phrase life will be slash I'll be happy when and then like insert that so like I'll be happy when I'm in a committed relationship I'll be happy when I'm at the top of my career. I'll be happy when I have this amount of money. I'll be happy when I lose this amount of weight. I'll be happy when et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we're, we're putting all this pressure for our entire mental health and for all of our happiness on this one thing, which is incredibly unrealistic. And then that one thing, obviously, it's never, nothing in life is ever going to go how it does in your head. We like to romanticize and put things up on pedestals and and just like yeah like do exactly that to these events and so nothing is ever going to work out how it does in our head so obviously we're going to be let down a certain amount if we continue to do that and then if we're placing all of our happiness and how well life is going to be on this one thing we will then spiral But don't even worry if you do this because I do this too. 
okay? I remember a couple months ago, a few months back, I was talking to this girl and I got very, very attached. Like we just clicked really quickly. I got very, very attached. I was so happy because I hadn't like talked to, to anyone and kind of been like, just like clicked with this one, with anyone this well in some time. And so I was like, oh my God, this is great. And all of my happiness went to this one person. So then it was like, how fast was she responding? How, you know, how often are we talking? Does she think I'm pretty? Does she think I'm funny? Blah, 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 blah. And then so when that thing with that person didn't work out, I fucking spiraled, guys. I got depressed. I cried. Like it had, it felt like a breakup and we were never, we had never even met in person because we had met on an app. And so like, I just went so downhill and I, cause I let everything ride on that one situation with that one person, which was super silly of me. And we're learning and it's okay. Um, and I'm really trying to be better at not like attaching as much and, and being careful, but I'm also trying to get better at like spreading out everything. So like, you know, put some attention and, and, you know, pressure on a relationship, put a little bit of it on your career or school, put some of it on friendships, put some of it on, you know, how productive you are each day, put some of it on, you know, X, Y, and Z and kind of balance it out. But I feel like there should never, ever be guidelines and rules to when you can be happy and proud of yourself. Because I think, we, like I was saying, we use that phrase, I'll be happy when, and then A, when it doesn't go as we want, we hate ourselves and we hate our lives and we feel like failures. But I don't know why in our heads we feel that we need to allow, we need to allow ourselves to be happy by almost proving to ourselves that we deserve it, that we're successful enough, that we're skinny enough, that we're pretty enough, that we're, you know, bulked up enough, that we're healthy enough, that we, you know, et cetera, et cetera, on whatever these expectations are. But for whatever reason, as human beings, we think that we need to prove it to ourselves and reach these goals in order to be happy instead of just allowing ourselves to be happy. Because I feel like then when you are just allow yourself to be content and happy without necessarily meeting any goal, but you're working on it, you're like, yeah, I'll get there. But you know what? I don't need to be there to be happy. I can just be happy on the journey there. But for whatever reason, we don't think that we can do that. And I think there's almost a sense of guilt when we do allow ourselves to be just be content. And I don't know if that's because of hustle culture or I think, you know, also like I think like my generation of parents also putting a lot of pressure on us in like like not my mom. My mom <laughs> part eighty seven thousand of me venting about my dad. My mom's an angel. Okay, she's perfect in every single way. My dad put a lot of pressure on us growing up to constantly be doing something at all times. And the the word bored 
was bad. We were not allowed to be bored because there was always something that we could be doing. And so I have this like fear of just sitting still and allowing myself to relax. And I think a lot of people have that um, due to common situations um, when in reality you need some days where you don't do anything and you rest. Um, That's just as beneficial to your mental health, to your physical health as is working out and, you know, hustling and, and being productive and eating healthy like, and all these things. You need rest just as much as you need everything else. And, but there's such guilt. And I think that guilt goes along with when we're just happy and content on the journey instead of only allowing ourselves to be happy when we reach the goal. And absolutely be happy when you reach, you know, goals that you have set out. Absolutely. But if you're not happy along the way and content and celebrating all the little wins, the goal isn't going to change how happy you are. I think one good example of this is I've always struggled with body image, constantly struggled with eating disorders my whole life, still continue to struggle with it. I'll be honest, I don't have a good relationship with food. I'm working on it, but I, I just don't. It's something I struggle with in my brain. And, but I am learning to be more content with it. But I think a really good thing that I look at is I've constantly been like, I'll be so happy when I look like this. I'll be so happy when I'm down to this weight. I'll be so happy when I'm down to this close size. And then I look back at pictures from high school when that size that I want to be now, I was that size. I I looked like that and I was not happy then either. I thought I was fat. I thought I was, I hated everything about me. I, you know, and I, and I'm like, but now looking back, I'm like, well, that's how, like, I'd love to look like that now. And when you talk to almost every person that deals with body image stuff, they'll do that same thing. I'm like, look back at pictures and they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, why wasn't I happy then? Because like, that's what I would want now. So it's the fact that it's never been that one thing that's going to make you happy. It's all about your mindset on that stuff. So moral of the story is that you have to be happy and content with where you're at now if you're going to be happy and content when you reach those goals And I mean, your mental health is just going to benefit so much if you celebrate all the little wins. And especially when it comes to mental health stuff, because I think there tends to be this idea that if you go to therapy and you work through your stuff and you get tools in your toolbox and, you know, all the things that eventually your anxiety and your depression, all mental health stuff. Like we, there's this, for whatever reason, belief that it, that'll go away. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Mental health issues are things that are in your brain that are different. And if you have things like trauma and, you know, everything that affect that, that also changes stuff. And so that stuff doesn't go away. Absolutely, you can learn to cope with it and you have healthy tools 
to work through it. And so it's not so heavy every single time, but it's not going to go away. So I feel like we feel then this, if we're working on it, we feel this guilt then when we're sad again, when we, you know, slip into a depressive episode, when we are feeling anxious about something, when we have a panic attack, stuff like that, we, then you feel guilty because you're like, oh shoot, well, I'm supposed to be working on this. This is supposed to be better because I, you know, I'm in therapy, I'm on meds, I'm on, you know, X, Y, and Z. So then I'm going to feel guilty now that I'm on it and I'm going to feel like a failure. No, 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 no. A, those things are not going to go away ever, unfortunately. B, half of the reason they're not going away is because it's human emotion. So if you're getting sad, if you're getting anxious, you know, that's human emotions. And so you never want to get rid of those things. You just want to learn how to cope with them better. You want to learn how to you know, cope with those panic attacks better, that anxiety, those those OCD tics that you have, those, you know, anything, the, the bipolar mood swings, anything that you might, you know, struggle with. That's not something that we're going to get to go away. It's just something that we need to, to cope with better. So then let's celebrate when we, you know, have one of those situations and you use some of your healthy coping tools some of your healthy coping skills to work through them. That's incredible. If you do that, that's insane. That's so much progress because those are not easy. Mental health is not something that is easy to work through. And if you can take a step back and use your, you know, your kind of rational side of your brain in the moment and pull out one of your tools from your toolbox, that's incredible. That's a huge win. And you should celebrate that instead of feeling like a failure for having emotions and feeling things. That is never something that you should ever feel guilty for, ever. And and I can tell you that's something that I'm currently struggling with is because I – I'm in therapy. I'm seeing a psychiatrist. I'm on meds for my anxiety. And guess what? There's still going to be times when I feel anxious, but I, I, I get guilty for that because I'm like, well, I'm on meds for this. Why is it? Why am I still anxious about things? Because sometimes you're going to be anxious about things. The big difference is for me is that I'm not so anxious that I feel like I'm going to throw up every single time before a date or meeting a new person or going out and doing something by myself. Um, my super paranoid thoughts aren't controlling my brain all of this time. Like these, there's, you have to be able to note differences because you are making progress. It's just, sometimes it's, it's little, but it's still noticeable. And so note that and be proud of yourself along the journey. That's the whole moral of this story is be proud of yourself along the journey. There shouldn't just be one big end goal that you're like, okay, yeah, when that happens, I'll finally allow myself to be happy. No, 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 no. Be happy in the moment because you're doing great because guess what? You're here another day. You're surviving in this crazy world. And let's be real, that is not easy at all. Especially right now, because I don't know if anybody else's TikTok for you page looks like fucking doomsday. 
at the moment with like all the chemical spill stuff. There's like apocalypse prepping people. There's like all the UFO stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, is it just like, what is the world ending? And so if you're continuing to get up every day and survive and breathe and be here, that's incredible. Be proud of yourself regardless of what you do. Because you're amazing. You are absolutely amazing. And, you know, don't let, don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't put all this pressure and all these expectations on this one thing and then crumble when it doesn't go your way. And obviously, feel your feelings when it comes to, you know, a failed relationship or career opportunity Feel your feelings if you, you know, didn't get as much done in the day as you wanted, but don't let your brain tell you that you will now never be happy or successful or in love or, you know, et cetera, due to that one situation. Because that's the big difference of, yes, absolutely feel your feelings always because you got to get them out somehow. You cannot bundle them up and stuff them down because you will kill yourself doing that, Okay. It's so heavy on you the more you keep it in because the more you keep it in and don't get it out, the more you feel it and that you're, you're, you're going to explode eventually when you do that kind of stuff. Okay. So feel your feelings absolutely, but don't let them take over your entire brain and your entire life and make it feel like you can't handle it. And I know that's so much easier said than done. Trust me, I'm a person that for whatever reason, I feel feelings really big. And they, when they're really strong, they tend to take over. And I don't think that I'll ever feel good again. And I feel like this is going to be my entire life. Um, That's just where my brain goes. But I promise you, it does get better. You won't feel those heavy feelings forever. I promise you. Um, And fight back when your brain kind of tries to push you into that dark hole again. Again, easier said than done. Absolutely. But just try to fight back little by little and, you know, celebrate the little wins. And you're obviously, you're not going to win every time. That's just life. Okay. And I think we have to also work on being content and being okay with not winning every fight. I think there has to be some some okayness with losing and sitting in that feeling and being like, yeah, this didn't go as I planned. This is sucked. I felt, you know, really down about this when I didn't want to. I let the blah, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera. Be like, yeah, that sucked. That didn't go my way. Okay, we're going to feel our feelings and then we're going to pick it up and we're going to move on and we're going to try again. And that's just what life is. It's just you're going to have these hurdles that you have to get over and you're not going to get over everyone's. And so when you're down, be like, ouch, feel that. That sucked. Let's get back up and let's try again. And that's just every day. And I know that sounds tiring, but I think when you add in beautiful relationships and beautiful moments and experiences and 
everything. It is worth it. All those hurdles will will be worth it. I promise. And you might not see the big picture of that right now. Trust me. It's so hard to see the big picture. I grew up with my mom telling me whenever I would get, you know, really anxious about stuff and freak out about stuff is that she's like, this is a a tiny little blip on the radar. Okay. Tiny little blip. So like, imagine you have this big ass radar and it's your life. And then you have this tiny, tiny little red dot right on like the edge, right on the bottom. And I know it's hard to see that when you are in the middle of that red dot, because when you're in the middle of that red dot, all you're seeing is red and you're like, holy shit, this is it. This is all that is there. But then when you eventually can can push back and zoom out and see the entire radar, you realize it's just one tiny little blip. And I promise it real really is just one tiny little blip and you will get over it and you are resilient and you're so strong and so amazing. And I promise it's, it's going to be okay. But you have to remember that you are in control, not your, your anxious, irrational thoughts, not that paranoid side of your brain. Trust me, I let that little, I let that side of my brain, that anxious side of my brain, I let her talk way too loud, way too much of the time. But just remember that you're in control, turn, turn her down and listen to that rational side. Cause that rational side, most of the time is in fact, right. I pinky promise, but you're in control. Be happy along the journey. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Do not. I know I do it too, but don't do that because it will not go well. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you're in control. You got this. Tiny little hurdles in life. And you'll get over them. And you might not. And you might fall. And you might feel embarrassed. And you might feel stupid. And you might feel sad and ouch. But feel that. And then once you feel that you're significantly healed in that and you feel good. And you're like, okay, yeah, I can get up again. Get up again. Take your time. Take your time, obviously but you can get up again. I totally believe in you. You are amazing. You are so strong. You're so resilient. You are so important. You matter so, so much. And I am so incredibly proud of you. And if you haven't heard that today, first of all, fuck the people in your life. I'm so proud of you. And I love you. And you're amazing. And you got this. And I'm so proud of you. If you got everything on your to-do list today done, And I'm so proud of you if all you did was wake up another day and survive another day. I'm so proud of you for doing that. Guess what? That's all I was doing last week. I did nothing last week because I just didn't feel like I could. I felt like I could only give about 20%. But when all you have is to, when all you have to give is 20% and you you give 20%, that's 100%. That's freaking math right there, okay? And that's you're 100%. So give what you can. And that's all you need to do. You're amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And I love you so much. And you matter so much. So please keep pushing on and surviving. And you're amazing. And I love you so much. And I will talk to you all in the next episode.